come together um, that is a great lead-in song to a talk show you might call me crazy for every for things i might say but in the end i know that we're all going to come together and uh fall at the feet of the lord jesus christ this is it's a religion welcome ehud son of dennis coming to you live from the divided states of america the middle west uh, it's still the Middle West of the United or the divided states of America into the Republic, the Democratic Republic. For those Democrats listening, it is not a democracy; it is a republic. For the republic to which it stands, uh, two nations under God, quite divided, with liberty and justice for some. That is the new American credo. We are not united. We are not uh, one nation. Um, there are two nations battling for control right now. And, you know, I suppose those who like a two-party system set it up that way. Um, and a certain group of constituencies fall into one camp. The other one falls into the other camp. And I think typically those lines fall around values of Christianity, values of religion, values of faith, ultimately, and what people believe in or... Uh, do not believe in one of those two things. And so uh, as we consider those types of things, it would be good to uh, to really think on that in a true sense. And so, uh, you know, we're here. Uh, by the way, you can reach us at ehud at itsareligion.org, ehud at itsareligion.org. And we're here to, to look at life through the lens of faith. And not to preach at people necessarily. We will look at scripture every day. Um, because we want to encourage people to read the Bible. The Bible is our book of life. The book of instruction that God left us. Our instruction manual. You know, you wouldn't try and, and use a new appliance if you have no idea how to use it without reading the instructions. You wouldn't uh, do a lot of things without reading the instructions. Or nowadays, watching somebody else do it on YouTube. Because apparently that's the way most people figure things out anymore. And, you know, that is pretty slick, I must admit, to be able to uh, um, glean knowledge from others who know what they're doing so that you might do it, uh, do something as well. But having said that, um, you know, welcome. It's uh, moving on towards Thanksgiving here at, uh, uh, in America which is going to be a week from today. Pretty good stuff. Love giving thanks to the Lord. I try and do that every day. But there's two factions at work in this world. Those who follow the Lord Jesus Christ and those who don't. And uh, everything else that, that uh, falls into the camp of uh, people and uh, things that don't follow the Lord Jesus Christ are in the other camp. And so... Uh, I think it's worth looking at because uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And he is truth. His word is truth. God, uh, God's word that was written down in the Bible is the truth. And so if you start from that standpoint, and the world takes on a whole different look, a whole different meaning. And uh, even science, science, uh, 
You know, a lot of people in the scientific community are so darn worried about what people think, what other scientists are going to think about them. They don't look at things from a godly perspective. And uh, it's just sad because then they will fall into this temptation to put trust in, in one of the worst theories that's ever been propagated to man, the theory of evolution. And uh, with no foundation whatsoever, no objective truth whatsoever, uh, nothing but conjecture and assumptions where they can uh, offer supposed proof that the earth is zillions of years old. Um, and it's just a sad thing. And people put their trust and faith in it and lose their trust and faith in uh, the true path, the truth. And that is God created this whole thing not that long ago, um, according to the biblical timeline. And you have eyewitness accounts of this stuff and people that were there and i remember talking to a guy in the scientific community at a college a supposed christian college um, basically poo-pooing um uh, moses and his ability to write down what had happened prior to him um and i i just marveled at it i'm like so we're so much smarter now than what they were okay how do you know this did you go back and talk to moses yourself to see where he got all this information from, you know, I just, it, it amazes me the assumptions that are made. But the ultimate truth is you have two, you have facts that we can observe and look at today. And you have two truths that, that result from that. One from a paradigm that says, oh, well, it must have been this way. And the other one that says, well, God says this, so it must be this way. And that's kind of where we're at today. And that affects really all areas of life. You know, there's nothing that, uh, is not affected by what you put your faith in. And so with that, let's look at, at Scripture today. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter 3. And, you know, John the Baptist at this point was preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, all of you, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare all of you the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. It's another thing about the Bible that a lot of people don't know is that there are so many predictions that have come true. And, you know, you look at the predictions Muhammad made, for instance, and they have, they have had to take half of them out of the Torah or the whatever the heck that book is, the Koran. Um, and rewrite that book several, you know, quite a few times because a lot of things that he said were going to happen haven't happened and are not going to happen. Because I think that that whole religion was spawned by a demonic influence. Uh, any religion that sends its children um, to be blown up, to blow up infidels, cannot be of a holy and righteous God because that, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, just logic would dictate that. So. It talks a little bit about John in this chapter. And uh, um, then, uh, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to this baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee from the wrath of wrath to come? Bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. And think not to yourselves. See, back then the, the Pharisees were saying things like, We have Abraham our father, for saying to you that God is able to have these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And um, so, he was chastising the religious class back then because they made things look good on the outside and talked a good talk, but they weren't really walking the walk. And uh, so he was offering people repentance uh, and baptism uh, into this new way that was coming. And uh, 
you know, he says one is coming that shall baptize you with fire and the Holy Spirit, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. And, uh, you know, basically is saying that he's going to be the one that, that separates the, the chaff from the, the good stuff. And uh, those who, who turn to him and follow in re true repentance. Um, but then came Jesus himself to Jordan, to John, to be baptized. And John said, no, I need to be baptized of you and you come to me. And Jesus answered and said unto him, suffer it to be now, for thus it becomes to fill, fulfill all righteousness. And righteousness is right with God, right? That's the, the true definition of it. And so to be right with his father, he was baptized, even though he was sinless. I did not have uh, have to do that. And um, then the, it says, The heavens opened and the Spirit of God uh, descended upon him like a dove. And uh, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So I cannot imagine being the Son of God. That That is incredible to me. But here at this point is when Jesus starts his earthly ministry to us. And I say to us because his ministry back then just wasn't just to the apostles. It wasn't just to the Pharisees. It wasn't just to the people of Judea. He said he comes first to the people of Israel, and but after that to the the rest. And uh, it's it's a it's a fascinating thing, and one which we should um, take note of, right? And he is our Lord. He is our King, um, the one true King. And, and, you know, the world has gone off its rails and has been off its rails at many points in the past um, because people have uh, turned from that truth. Um, you know, in ICR's thing today, there was a, they were talking about um, how evil thoughts or an evil heart, which to me it starts with how you think about things, produce evil deeds, and 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 this is the condemnation: the light has come into the world that men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. And we all sin from time to time. And there is some truth in that: that uh, people enjoy sin, and it's. Uh, but when, when you subject yourself and you've made a complete decision to reject the overwhelming evidence of the eternal power of God and the creator is displayed for all to see, that's in Romans one twenty. God will turn that person over at some point to a, uh, a mind that, that can't see the truth, that can't come to reconciliation, that can't come to repentance. And so uh, that's a sad state. And, you know, we should be praying for folks like that, as Jesus has called us to, to love our enemies. And because they are enemies of God and the one true way in which things uh, should be. So with that, let's, let's take a look at what's going on out there in the world. And uh, a few quick comments on that today. The FDA asked court, get this, for 55 years to fully release Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine data. Now, why would that be? Can anyone tell me? Hmm. Maybe because there's a lot of stuff in there they don't want people to see. And uh, I just, so th this is the type of stuff. People who are so 
focused on the money they can make from forcing everybody in this planet to take something that uh, frankly has never been tested fully uh, is not a vaccine it's a shot and uh, you know it's sad they've these people that are behind a lot of this I just it, it boggles my mind it's the same thing as the election but again when you when you start from the standpoint that uh, evolution is true and your things are are here by chance there's no ob objective truth there's no objective reality then what lying what does that matter um, cheating on an election what does that matter I want to be in power I want what I want and I want it now and so there's no rhyme or reason to what what you know they have nobody that they they're going to have to uh, be subjected to at some point to pay for that sin to um, you know they don't don't believe in that so again I've talked to several people about this recently. Why should we expect any different from folks like that? Why should we expect that they would want to follow the truth? Why would you, why would we expect that um, Pfizer, when they're making all this money in this vaccine, would want to release the truth about what's really going on with it? And it, it shouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I can tell you that. Because, you know, we should expect that type of stuff. So here's another good one. Um, FBI email reveals counter-terror tactics used to track parental threats to school boards. And this is another one. You know, it just cracks me up. You got these school boards, people that were voted into authority to serve their constituents. And their constituents are who? Parents who are paying taxes for schools. You know, I pay a ton of money for a public school system I'm never going to even use where I live and it really irritates me because they teach things there that I don't I would put my kids anywhere near because I don't believe don't believe what they're doing you know they teach evolution is fact and all this other gobbledygook now they're letting boys into the girls locker rooms and I, it just it boggles the mind in in some ways but again we should shouldn't expect any less now in a rural public school system like the one that should be what's going on with where I live uh, you should have a right to expect a little bit better than that um, but I just anyway it, we need to privatize the entire school system and get government out of it government uh, run things are never efficient they're never effective um, they waste way too much money most of the time and they're self-propagating once you get them started, they never get rid of them. But this is where the FBI has become a joke. I, you know, it's funny. My wife and I watched this show called Sue Thomas on uh, Pure Flix. And it's, it's a really neat show about the FBI. Now, you can see some of the tactics they use to try and help people or get people to admit the truth and things like that. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, but, you know, nowadays, I think about some of the stuff the FBI is doing, and it's become a political organization. And I saw another story the other day about the inspector general giving uh, the DOJ a hard time. Like, look, you guys got to stop this. You know, this is persecution. It's not, uh, it's not what you are called to do. You're called to be a law enforcement organization. And um, that's a sad thing.
Another one I wanted to comment, House Democrat Center Rapper Gozar, strip him of committee seats. And it's this is another one. The Democrats get away with murder. You know, here's a guy, uh, Eric Swalwell, who's sleeping with a Chinese lady and doing Lord knows what, and still has all his committee assignments, okay? Probably has given secrets away because he's on the Intelligence Committee. Here's another guy, Paul Gozar, who allows a, a basically a cartoon on his one of his sites or something like that. I don't know the whole story behind it, so I shouldn't probably comment on it. But it just shows the blatant double standard, just like Steve Bannon getting arrested for contempt of Congress for this stupid January 6th committee that is nothing but a, a clown show. It really is, because it has nothing to do with getting to the truth of what happened on January 6th. Because if it was, they'd have Nancy Pelosi on the stand going, why did you not have more security there? That was your responsibility. And she has not had to take any responsibility for that, which is, a you know, but that shows the blatant double standard. Remember, we talked about liberty and justice for some. As long as you're a Democrat and agree with them, uh, agree with leftist principles, then the news media will leave you alone. The uh, You won't get called to account like Mr. Swalwell for making poor choices and uh, who your friends are, so on and so forth. So anyway, and then you got this. The Washington Post comes out and issues dozens of corrections across years of reporting on debunked anti-Trump dossier. You know, Adam Schiff, Steele dossier, and the death of shame in American politics, uh, Mr. Turley writes. And I just, it, you know... Most of us that, that had a brain back then knew that, that all that stuff was false. And yet they kept propagating it, kept propagating it, trying to hope that something was going to turn out. They're still doing that. They're still dragging Trump through the mud every chance they get, trying to hope that they're going to catch him on something. And they'll, they'll take the littlest thing and blow it up into, a, into something huge. And that's our corrupt media. But that's a bunch of people, again, that don't have a faith center, don't have a center around objective truth like the Bible to draw from. So if you don't have that foundation, it's very easy to, anything goes. And they have chosen a path, a godless, faithless path, in my view, that says, I want power, I want influence, I want to be part of this over here. And that's kind of where we're at as a society. And I thank God that there's other news outlets coming to bear that, show this stuff for what it is. You know, Fox News is kind of a 50-50 proposition, but, um, you know, uh, Human Events uh, is a great site now. Uh, Revolver News, um, just the Gab Feed and Telegram both offer um, good resources to people and things like that. So it's, uh, but you look at, at the sad stuff that happened with that whole thing and going after Trump, just because he was an outsider. He wasn't part of the clique. He wasn't part of the elite ruling class. And he came in trying to actually do things and actually fix stuff. Whereas a lot of these folks, um, from a political standpoint, I think they see opportunities to, again, this last bill that they did for infrastructure, I laugh at because I'm guessing probably less than a half, probably a third of it's actually towards infrastructure. The rest of it is paying off Democrat organizations. Same thing Obama did 10 years ago when we were coming out of 08, 09. Um, that was basically a payoff. And uh, a lot of people made a lot of money out of that. That um, um, is just gone 
right? Or went back into supporting Democrat campaigns. I mean, that's what they do. Launder money through the federal government to support Democrats to get reelected. And it's just a cycle. And it's, you know, now they got the machines. They've got uh, mail-in ballots in a lot of these places so they can cheat uh, more efficiently, more effectively. And they don't need as much to... uh, Don't need as much. Uh, sorry, I got distracted there for a minute. But anyway, it's it's a sad state that we're in in that regard. So uh, I think that's about it today. I think I'm gonna gonna call it a day. I mean, we could we could go on and on. There's so much going on, but uh, uh, it. If you dwell on it too much, it can get very depressing, and uh, it's easy to get get off center. But if you put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you should even be thankful for the things that are going bad, because He's going to use that for His glory, and that's what we should be all about. You know, to love God and, and be with Him forever and enjoy him forever is one of the absolute truths of this existence. And um, part of that is glorifying God. Part of that is worshiping God and uh, and his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you don't know him, uh, we're happy to help any way we can. Ehud at itsareligion.org. Um, but if you do, we encourage you in your faith today. Uh, stand strong. There's You have the truth and trust in that because there's there's no other way. So be blessed. Have a great day. Thanks for stopping by and we will catch you next time we get together. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends.